Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Dan Doherty, Director of Operations and Vice President of Kelly's Roast Beef. And since 1951, Kelly's Roast Beef has been delighting guests daily with their freshly prepared sandwiches, succulent seafood, crisp salads, fries, onion rings, and legendary roast beef. And we're going to talk to Dan about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com. Or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. 
Hi everyone and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews where for over 16 years now we've been asking the entrepreneurs all one. I'm your host Marty McDermott, I'm the president of Franchise Interviews and as we were saying earlier we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Dan Darty, Director of Operations and Vice President of Kelly's Roast Beef and since 1951 Kelly's Roast Beef has been delighting guests daily with their freshly prepared sandwiches, succulent seafood, crisp salads, fries, onion rings and legendary roast beef. Hi, Dan. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is my pleasure, Dan. I'm really excited to have you on the show today. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, Dan? Uh, I'm calling from our office in Saugus, Massachusetts. Uh, it's right okay. next door to our flagship uh, restaurant here on okay. Route 1. Oh, great. My, my sister, uh, actually, she's in Cape Cod today, Dan. How far is that from? from uh, we're a couple hours away. If she's couple on, hours. If I know, call it speed. on the Cape. Yeah, she's, the uh, Cape. she's okay. at least a couple hours away. Gotcha. Okay, fantastic. You know, um, we, we've been doing the show now 16 years, and I don't think we've had too many brands that go back to 1951. I thought, you know, maybe you could talk a little bit about the history of Kelly's because maybe not everyone knows about the history. Sure. Um, so we, the original location, which is still standing today, mm-hmm. uh, was built on um, Revere Beach, uh, directly okay. across from the uh, beach. Um, and it started out, tra- truthfully, as a hot dog stand. Uh, the wow. owner and the manager uh, of a restaurant that was beside um, uh, where they wanted to put this hot dog mm-hmm. stand yeah. Was uh, they they worked in this? It was like a uh, banquet facility, and right. they decided to put this hot dog stand up and said, "Okay, we did that." And that was in 1951. Okay. Um, they were both associated with that uh, banquet facility, and what mm-hmm. happened was the uh, there was a banquet going on, uh, a wedding, of some sort of event, and it got right. canceled. Okay. And uh, what they were serving there were full roast uh, beefs, you know, that somebody would cut up into like a prime rib type deal. Right. Uh, it got canceled, and they decided, you know what, we can't, uh, we got to use this stuff, so let's bring it right. over to the hot dog stand. Wow. Uh, they hand sliced it, and they toasted some uh, hamburger rolls, put it up there, and started selling it. And that's, that's where we began the Kelly's wow. Roast Beef uh you know, I, I, we call ourselves the inventor of the roast yeah. beef sandwich, but I'm sure there was some grandmother out there before us that was doing it. But we were, <laughs> we're, we'll take the claim for that roast beef sandwich, right. though. <laughs> what a great story, Dan. And, you know, I mean, Kelly's roast beef has, has really been a part of your life, hasn't it? Maybe you could talk about, you know, how you discovered the brand and how, how you became part of it. Yeah, Um so as a young, you know, kid, uh, I'd be down there with my parents. You know, we, we mm-hmm. there were seven of us in a station wagon, and we'd go down there and get seven fish plates and uh, seven orange sodas and sit on the beach wall and, uh, you know, defend our food to the seagulls uh, that were trying to take it. Yeah. So as I as I got older, as a uh, I guess a mid. I guess they call it before teenagers, you know, that yeah. was the place to work uh, right. back in the uh, 70s. Sure. Um, and back then, believe it or not, it was all uh, male workers uh, wow. in, the, in this 1,400-square-foot, uh, you know, walk-up boardwalk restaurant. Right. 
and uh, it was the place to work. So when I became of working age, which uh, I started working there in 1979 at 15 years old, wow. um, and working the window uh, along with uh, sometimes up to 26 to 30 other you know young people and sure. uh, owners and all that. So. It was just the place to work. It was uh, yeah. you had to have a good work ethic, or you weren't mm-hmm. going to survive. Right. Um, and it was extremely busy. You know, the, the competition like it is today. There's not a lot. You know, there wasn't a lot going on. But um, and the beach was somewhere where they were. Uh, it was on the tail end of um, like the Coney Island type. If mm-hmm. People are familiar sure. with that, with all the rides yeah, and you know arcades and all that. Yeah. So, uh, you know. During the 50s and 60s, that's where they got away with, you know, being uh, open uh, to service those people that were coming sure. down from all over Massachusetts. Right, but, right. But, uh, you know, I've worked on, you know, at Kelly's since then uh, in some capacity, whether it was part-time, full-time. I've been back uh, for the last 30 years when we built yeah. our second location uh, full-time. Um, and for the last 10 years, I... Um, and the vice president and director of operations and uh, run wow. the company for the family. The, in, it's still the original family. It's family run. That's um, amazing. Uh, the Careys and the McCarthys, uh, they were both co-owners back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're now into uh, our third generation, which we have uh, wow. one that's uh, a couple of them that sit on our board on the third generation, uh, not in operations, but Mm-hmm. Uh, have their uh, expertise uh, on our board, and uh, we're very excited to have that too. That's great. What a great story, Dan. I mean, it's really <clears throat> Kelly's has really been part of your life. It, it, it's been a very big part of your life, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I can't say enough about the family. Uh, you know, the employees. It's just, it's just a great place to work. And believe it or not, I, I am uh, not even the senior member of Kelly's Roast Beef uh, wow. as far as workers. Uh, we have. Um, Two gentlemen, one's a, uh, a food service professional fry cook at our original mm-hmm. location, uh, wow. Bob Griffin, and he's been there. It'll be uh, this October. He'll be there for 50 years. That's incredible. Um, and uh, our director uh, that works out of here with me up at the office, uh, Dean Murphy, he'll be in this coming April of uh, 2024. He'll be also be at 50 years. That's incredible. Yeah. You don't hear yeah, a lot have, of those you know, stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it, you know, and then we have many uh, employees, 25, 30 years. So, you know, if it wasn't for people, you know, like the Dean and the Bob, you know, people like mm-hmm. me, I, I always say, I wouldn't be here. You know, they, they're the ones who right. put in the uh, full-time long hours. and um, But it's been it's been great, and it's even more exciting now. There's a lot going on in our business. I imagine because, you know, for you, Dan, I mean, you've gotten to see the whole history of, you know, kind of like, you know, when it began and where Kelly's roast beef is today. Maybe you could talk about, you know, that there were over the years there have been um, items or new products that have been added to, to, to the menu. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, so what happened was, we, you know, we had a solid base of, you know, like 12, 14 items as back in, you know, the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that built the business. But as uh, things develop, uh, people, uh, you know, want to try different things and, mm-hmm. you know, suggesting to us on different items. Uh, it also came with some higher-priced items. You know, we decided, 
you know, clams and whole belly clams and lobster and scallops, uh, you know, they do get expensive, uh, you know, right. coming into us. So yeah. we came up with some other items and, um, you know, anything from the, you know, cheesy fries to uh, Reuben sandwiches and buffalo chicken wraps, uh, which all, you know, we brought in and are all selling extremely well. Um, but wow. we had to, you know, we had to adapt to uh, right. what was going right. on in the industry. It's interesting, you know, you were talking about how many individuals would work in a, a Kelly's, you know, in the old days, Dan, and I imagine that because of technology, it, maybe it's been a little bit streamlined today. Maybe you could talk about, you know, it must be interesting for you how it was in the beginning and, and where you are today. How, how is Kelly's using uh, technology today? So it, it, it's funny you said that. When I started working in uh, 1979, we didn't even we had one cash register wow and, uh, we all uh, reported to the gentleman that would uh, take the cash uh, right you know and so but we also had to add up all the orders in our head along wow. <laughs> uh, with a tax chart that would we would be familiar with and yes. it was it so that's where I came from so um, and then in the early 80s we became um, a little tech savvy where we mm-hmm. went out and got a new system and uh, I, I can date myself and I'll, it goes into the McDonald's era. It, it was yeah. called the Tronte, Tronte system. Okay. And McDonald's was one of the first ones to use it and we uh, we piggybacked and tried it and mm-hmm. uh, it changed our business. It, it, it extremely wow. changed our business. Uh, and again, like you said, it was, you know, we didn't need as many people to push out as many orders. Um, but, and that's you know you you go thirty years later uh, yeah. you know we're into uh, uh, kiosks and the you know mm-hmm. the whole digital online ordering and um, the delivery platforms and right. just so much has changed you know sure. and that, if we even go back to when we had the one on uh, only one on Revere Beach you know the walk up stand um, drive through you know we came up to here on. Uh, on Route 1 in Saugus, mm-hmm. and we never ran a drive-through before, but we opened up with a wow. drive-through, and that changed uh, everything because, uh, you know, back even back then, we would say, wow, that's great. We're getting 25% of the business that's coming through drive-through. Right. Now, this day today, 70% of our business is coming through either drive-through or delivery platform or takeout. Wow. So it's just... Incredible. An incredible turnaround, and you know, and it's it's happening. It's just the way of the world now, and people sure. um, are willing to wait in the drive-through. I I always said that it it really changed when the smartphone uh, really uh, mm-hmm. came into light, where people could right. be right. on their phone and sit in the line uh, and yeah. not being worried about their order being you know five minutes, and you know, right. used to have right. people you know, banging on the horn and, you know, giving us uh, grief because <laughs> yeah. it was five minutes. Now, you know, they, right. they'll sit out there and not even say a thing because they have the wow. technology in front of them. So, yeah, it's incredible. The drive-through is the way to go right now. That's incredible. Was franchising, so franchising wasn't always part of the picture, Dan, I get, you know, in the early days. I mean, at some point, I guess, franchising did become part of them. I imagine over the years, you know, hundreds if not thousands of people said, you know, I would love to own one of these. Um, yeah. When did franchising kind of come into the picture? 
So, it, you know, was the decision, you know, obviously the ownership and the board um, and where we are as a company uh, in what direction we wanted to go. So everybody yeah. was comfortable for years. You know, everything's great and, you know, second mm-hmm. generation, they're, you know, um, have done their time and been in right. the business and all that. Right. So back in about, I think it was about uh, 2017, mm-hmm. we um, – we got approached from um, Logan Airport, and mm-hmm. the, the facilitators of them uh, is called Massport, asking okay. us if we'd like to go into Logan Airport. And wow. we said, uh, that's a big step. But they brought in a lot of local brands. They brought in, uh, you know, like a Santapio's Pizza out of East mm-hmm. Boston and uh, okay. Trade out of Boston. Right. Uh, and then, they, you know, they got us, and we sat with them. They told us. You know, we could help. You know, they could help us, uh, and it was very, very, <laughs> extremely difficult to give up. Sure. You know, our trade secrets, sure. our product, right. yeah. and you know, it's handing over our baby. Right. But we decided right. to go with a licensing agreement. Uh, okay. And that was with the big, you know, a big player, HMS Host, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we finalized everything. Uh, you know, legally, and uh, we opened it up. They let us come over. Wow. We trained all their people. Then we brought them up here. We trained more people up in there, and it's uh, it was a success. And That's great. we said, okay, we can give it up if we can monitor. And I, you know, I go over there once a week and talk with them yeah. and do a quality, you know, check. Sure. So we decided if we can do that, let's. Let's put it out and uh, create a franchise. And we did the franchise development, and you know, with uh, lawyers, and made uh, all that happen around 2019. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, we had a bunch of folks lined up, uh, ready to go. And then the pandemic happened uh, in course, 20. Right. Yeah. So that set us back a little. Um, sure. And uh, right now we have, uh, you know. A, three different groups of uh, franchisees uh, that are with us, um, and it's been uh, it's been great. We opened up uh, Salem, New Hampshire, which is the first one out of state, uh, mm-hmm. and we did that with a group called AAM15. Okay. Uh, they're out of Burlington, uh, Mass., and they, um, they opened the first one. We went up there. We spent a good amount of time with them once again, uh, you know, and make sure that uh, they're doing the right thing. And Right, right. We en- ended up um, going with another group, which is, a, you know, a great partner, RA Ventures, and mm-hmm. they're the ones who said they wanted to uh, go down to the west coast of Florida. Wow. And that was, um, you know, for us, we call it the corridor from Boston to Florida. And uh, <laughs> we feel anybody that can, you know, get a Kelly's on in the corridor from Boston to Florida right. is going to do well. Sure. Um, so they decided uh, they wanted to open up a bunch of them. Uh, they have uh, one open right now uh, in Sarasota, Florida. And, again, okay. you know, as as a team, we went down, we uh, we. Uh, trained with them and were there for the opening for a couple of weeks and uh, left them on their way and now they're into their second one which will be opening in South Pasadena, Florida, which is close to St. Pete's Beach, um, and that's going to be opening in July. Um, and then wow. they have another one followed in August. Uh, they're going into uh, Naples. Wow. And they're uh, 
they uh, have another, I believe, five agreements uh, to open five more on the west coast of Florida. That's amazing. Makes sense, I guess, too. You know, I'm thinking, Dan, you know, because, you know, I'm originally from New York, you know, and a lot of, there's a lot of snowbirds, you know, um, oh, yeah. you know, and they go down to Florida. So, I mean, you know, I'm thinking of even with Massachusetts, it's the same thing. I mean, that they can go down to Florida, you know, for whether they're, they're down there for four or six months and then still get a Kelly's, can't they? Yeah. And, you know, we, we, when we opened up, we saw all those people. It was incredible. Yeah. You know, just, you know, there, there were snowbirds. There were people that were living down there full time. Right. Uh, but, you know, I always, you know, I always caution that, you know, we, we can rely on them for so much, but, you know, we, we need people to get a taste of this brand, uh, you know, that are from Detroit and they're from mm -hmm. Ohio. They're from, right. you know, different parts of the country um, sure. uh, because it can't all just be New Englanders. It, it, right. It's right. got to get people that live in Florida or, you know, and uh, we're working on that, you know, and that's where that's the, uh, the folks at RA Ventures, you know, they're going to, they're going to put a bunch of them down there and uh, we're going to, you know, touch a lot of people. So, I mean, this must be <clears throat> a very exciting time for you then too, Dan, right? I mean, because again, you, you were there at the beginning, you know, and, and now you, you see that, you know, Kelly's Rolls Beef, you know, can really be, you know, that, that, that national brand. It sounds like, you know, at, at, at some point, you know, you, you're certainly going to accomplish that goal. Yeah, it's a, you know, sometimes it's surreal because yeah. me, uh, you know, as a young 15-year-old, you know, thinking about, you know, your future and what you're going to do in life and right. realize, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm living a dream. I, I really am. Wonderful. And I've seen a, uh, you know, a development for people um, in my business also. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we've, uh, you know, we're able, we would, you know, give up some people that, uh, that could work on the franchise end and, you know, get right. development for them for the future. And that's, that's the exciting part for me. But it, again, it's sometimes surreal, you know, when I'm down in Florida and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still in my same business that I was doing 43 years. Ago. Right. It's just incredible. Incredible. It is incredible. The, um, the, the industry uh, numbers are pretty significant, too, and I thought, you know, that Kelly's even referenced them on the website. It mentioned um, food and beverage sales in the counter service industry, $246.7 billion, with a B. And what's yeah. interesting about your <clears throat> industry, Dan, is the growth rate for fast casual restaurants. They've been growing three times faster than the restaurant industry as a whole. That's a pretty significant, too, isn't it, as far as numbers go? Absolutely. You know, and, you know, again, it comes from the pandemic. I think mm -hmm. everybody, you know, that right. great word, pivot. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't have to pivot. <laughs> so what happened, yes. we, we were built for this. You know, so we right. were built for takeout and we were built for quick service. So um, we, it, at our 2020 year was busier than our 2019 year, That's believe it or not. incredible. Isn't it? So it, you know, as everybody adapted, full service restaurants have had to adapt to, you know, right. takeout and, um, yep. you know, all the other restaurants that just weren't prepared for it, uh, right. didn't have the culture of the people that we had that, mm -hmm. you know, we essential workers and we were able to operate. Um, you know, it, it it changed the business. You know, the COVID, uh, but again, we were already in that business. So, yes. Yeah, that segment of quick casual. Um, it's just it's building because a lot of people had to get into it because you know people's uh, demands have changed too. So mm -hmm. a lot of people, right. 
you know, I, we have a dining room, you know, uh, next door that sits uh, 240 people. Um, mm. That's changed. You know, it, it, you're right. seeing more people getting, you know, takeout, uh, take online ordering, drive-through. Yeah. So that's where the franchise, we, we're down to uh, some of our franchises looking at, you know, 4,500 square feet uh, versus, you know, wow. our, our flagship next door here right. at, you know, 10,000 square feet. Wow, that's incredible. What's been, when I have someone on the show like yourself, Dan, who's been part of the brand such a long time, difficult question, but what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since being part of Kelly's Roast Beef? Knowing, again, you probably have 1,000, 2,000 different stories, but does anything stand out over the years that, that you, you, you go, wow, I'm sure COVID was part of it, franchising was part of it, but anything else kind of stand out to you? Uh, you know, it, it, it's a strength. I don't know. I guess in a, in a way, it's just the competition, uh, mm-hmm. you know, versus where we were. You know, we were, we were you know, we're an iconic brand, what yes. we call here on the North Shore. Right. But guess what? There's a lot of other restaurants out there doing a good job, too. And, you know, we, we relied on, um, you know, just our, uh, you know, Kelly's Roast Beef, and that's who we were, and we were mm-hmm. going to always be, you know, the king. But guess what? You right. know, the competition makes you better. You sure. know, keeps you on your toes. But I, I think agree. that's what I find, you know, probably the, you know, the craziest is, you know, yeah. uh, of going on. We, you know, we, and we always said, you know, you we have to stay on our toes. We had a, a, a iconic steakhouse uh, half a mile, not even, it's probably a quarter of a mile mm-hmm. uh, up the street from us here that uh, you thought would be around forever. But guess right. what? They didn't change with the times. Um, they changed, you know, management. They changed, they sold the, the rights and all this, and it, it, it changed. Um, and that that was called Hilltop Steakhouse. You, you have to okay. look it up. Okay. Look it up. It's a, an incredible story about a, a gentleman, Frank Jafrida. But again, uh, it didn't last after changing hands and uh, different right. people having different ideas and all that. So, and we're, right. we're cognizant of that, you know, saying, yeah. you know, we, we, we're, we're going to listen to our customers. More importantly, we're going to listen to our longtime employees uh, right. that, you know, they, they understand. So, um, and we're going to be around for another, you know, 73 years. How's that? It's wonderful. I think I think that's fantastic. And speaking about <clears throat> franchising, Dan, what's um, what's important to you, or what's important to Kelly's Rose Beef when when taking on a new franchisee? It sounds like you know. Again, you mentioned in the beginning, it was hard for you to, you know, kind of give away the the, the secret sauce and and things like yeah. that. So I imagine there's certain things that are important to you when taking on a new franchisee. So, so what, what, what is important to you in terms of characteristics or traits? So it, it's, it, you're hitting it right on the nail there. It's just what, we're, what we need is people that operate restaurants. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it, Believe me, we have people that have come to us, and I get a lot of money. I yeah. want to open up a Kelly's Roast Beef, and right. they right. have zero experience in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're in... They just think, you know, I, I'm going to open one up and it's going to be a great place and all that. But guess what? Right. We we learned, obviously, through the license agreement, you know, HMS Host at the time was running 1,200 restaurants. So they they know restaurants better than I know restaurants. And I had, mm-hmm. to, I had to say, you know, I had to admit to that. Right, um, right. We have 
the, the, the folks down in Florida, um, RA Ventures, they own, uh, up here in uh, this part of the country, they own 35 mm-hmm. restaurants uh, called 110 Grill that they mm-hmm. built over the last seven or eight years. Okay. And so these are things that I've learned that, guess what, you have to have trust in other uh, right. people that want to come into your business, but you also can't just go out there and say, I'm going to sell to anybody. And, and right. we've had people come here to the office, you know, that wanted to give it a shot, and it just doesn't fit right. Uh, right. unless they have that restaurant experience. Yeah, that's great. And how, how, how does the training work then, Dan? I mean, once you, you decide, you know, that a, a prospective franchisee is a good fit, I mean, how does it work? I mean, do, would, would they come to a corporate for that? I mean, maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so actually, you know, this is it's exciting, you know, because you're bringing uh, another person, like uh, an area director, usually right. uh, uh, we bring them and we, we actually throw, uh, you know, a uniform on them and give them an apron and they work the circuit. They, they, uh, they come up here to Saugus and uh, Revere, uh, our Medford location, and they'll work the circuit. And I say the circuit meaning they're going to be, uh, you know, putting the headset on and, Mm-hmm. Uh, working a drive-through, uh, they're going to go through every station, you know, on how to uh, uh, work with our food, uh, and also, you know, and people don't get this the the culture that we have, and I think that's big part of you know the yeah. development of the franchise, and right. they're getting that also. So yes. they spend uh, a good five weeks with us, uh, learning everything all the way back to the back of the house and the office, and but they. Uh, they're right beside the employees, um, and it's been great. We had the uh, folks that are up in Salem, New Hampshire. Uh, we brought in uh, their area director, and then uh, the folks down in uh, Florida, same thing, brought in their area de- director, and uh, a couple of their managers came mm-hmm. up uh, and worked with us also. So, um, And I think that's going to be the successful part um, in getting yeah. them understanding, you know, not just the food, but the culture. And, right. and that's what right. family is built. It's a family-run yes. business. Right. And we want to, you know, we want to adhere to that. And uh, that's what makes us great. Right. Because that's been a big part of the success, as I'm getting, Dan, is, is, is the culture, is, is, is the longevity of the brand, right? Is, is, is yeah. Because the culture is certainly attributed to that, you know, so that, that makes sense. And I'm thinking of a, a, a typical day because you've been doing this such a long time now. I mean, so lunch, dinner, is seven days a week, is, is that how you describe, like, a, I guess probably every day is probably fairly busy uh, at a yeah. Kelly's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, uh, we're post-pandemic. Right, <laughs> so right. I'll I give you an idea. When uh, uh, Not too long ago, uh, when labor got tough, but uh, back yeah. uh, 10 years ago, right. labor got tough. But we were open till uh, 3 a.m. on our Revere wow. Beach location. Wow. Uh, and then our drive-throughs and um, our other locations were open till 1 a.m. Wow. But, again, you know, sadly um, – the world has changed, and sure. uh, you know it's, it's very difficult to keep anybody later than you know eleven o'clock, twelve sure. o'clock. Right. So we had to make adjustments to that. Uh, but yeah. um, you know it's been you know so we have a great uh, lunch crowd. You know again um, seasonally down the beach, uh, which has uh, been a tough month because we've had mm-hmm. more rain than any yes, other June. Here in, yeah. Um, 
but last year we we had a everyday hot. So you know it, it's it's one of those things you can't control. Yeah. But right, it's been right, a tough month down there. But yeah. you know, so we have great lunches. Um, uh, we also you know go into the dinner time and mm-hmm. uh, all our locations are on busy uh, roads. Uh, so right, we right. we get good traffic. So we're constantly busy right up until eleven o'clock at night. That's terrific. What um. Now, now that you're part of, of franchising, Dan, you know, one of the, the you know, in doing this show 16 years, a, a lot of our listeners, they're kind of like, they're new to franchising, you know, they, they have this in the back of their mind that, you know, they'd like to buy into franchising. But I think, you know, last time I looked, this, they said there's something like there's like 3,500 different systems out there. I mean, from everything you've learned up to this point about franchising, what, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to, to, to buy a franchise? You know, uh, myself, you know, included, you know, as uh, somebody mm-hmm. who watches the industry, and I would say, yeah. you know, you you got to be all in, uh, and obviously it's a big investment, and you mm-hmm. know, you you want to make sure that you have, and I, I say this, you may have the desire and mm-hmm. the money and all that, but you have to have good people around you, and if mm-hmm. you don't, you're not going to succeed. I yeah. I you know I go back uh, all these years and is I I don't say I I don't say mm-hmm. I built this I've done this because I right. didn't it's right. people that made me better behind me they're behind me right. but they made me better and I would say if you're going in you got to build a team that's going to be dedicated and you know they they're going to you know do as much as you're doing and mm-hmm. if you don't you know you're going to have trouble you know we I go to when I was young in this business. The owner, mm-hmm. you know, the owner who worked operations for you know forty years with us. Mm-hmm. He he ended up whatever he did, it didn't matter if it was it was cleaning the bathroom, it was picking up you know papers outside, right. if it was fry cooking. But again, talking to the customers and having that you know uh, banter with the restaurant uh, with the employees and the customers and all that, and, and it's just not you know one person. It's right. all of us, and this guy, you know, right. this guy leading, he he led. But guess what? Yeah. We followed, and we became the same as he did. So, so I would say you, learned, have a you, good you team. learned a lot from him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, work ethic. Uh, I joke. Some things what I wouldn't do. <laughs> also, <laughs> but you know, yeah. but uh, you know, there was a good a good work ethic was built. But I actually, I, I'm fortunate enough to go back, uh, and w- I worked for his uh, dad, Frank McCarthy. Uh, Brian mm-hmm. McCarthy was an operator for, you know, like I said, 30, 40 years right. um, himself. Uh, but and it, it's just genuine good people. But guess what? You had to work hard. But he built a core of people around him that helped, you know, build the brand. And I would say right. to a person that was getting into the franchise business, just have a good team because you, you can't do yeah. it alone. In, right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's great advice, Dan. And you know, in looking to the future, you kind of hinted, Dan. You know, I mean, if the crystal ball was like a year or three years or five years, it sounds to me like you know, at, at some point, you know, you would like um, uh, Kelly's roast beef to be a, a national brand, kind of almost everywhere and anywhere in the United States. I mean, it makes sense, right? It sure does. But again, you know, we want to we're cautious of that too. You know, sure. we, we know it's a tough industry out there. Right, you know, we, right. We uh, we're 
again, surreal, you know, we're talking with people out in California. We, uh, we're talking with your sister is down there on the Cape. We're talking mm-hmm. with somebody in Hy- Hyannis with a, right. uh, you know, a great area. But, Again, you know, we we want it we want it right. <laughs> you know, sure. we, if right. we can say yeah, it's going to make us a lot of money and do all that, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I would love to see it. You know, forty, fifty of these. You know, over the next five years, and say yeah, it's the brand is everywhere. But guess what? If it's not upheld and not doing well, that it means nothing having that many because you can close that many that quick too. Sure. Right. Right. That's wonderful. What What's the best way, Dan, for our listeners to get more information on Kelly's Roast Beef? Of course, as, as the franchise opportunity, but even, even the product itself. I mean, are there any websites you can kind of direct our listeners to? Yeah, so, you know, obviously, uh, uh, kellysroastbeef.com um, website uh, has okay. information there. They, they can direct to, uh, you know, I have a... Uh, a a uh, great franchise president that uh, he controls mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the franchise end of it. So okay. um, there's a contact form for him there. Um, and it, it's, uh, you know, Google us. You'll see us. We're all, yeah. we're all over the place, man. It's just some That's incredible great. food. You know, we, we do – the roast beef sandwich is one thing, but we do home homemade tartar sauce. We make our own tartar wow. sauce. We make our own onion rings, hand-breaded, uh, whole belly clams. Uh, fish and chips. Uh, we we wow. have our own seventy some odd year recipe for New England clam chowder. Um, we we use you know uh, local bakery company that's been around a hundred years, uh, Pantadosi Bread, out yeah. of uh, Malden, and they uh, they're all over the country now too. But a lot of their stuff was were customers like us, you know. So. Uh, wow. But we're still in use with them, and they're a great partner, and they have some great products. So, you know, check us out. You, you, it's just a great, uh, it's a great story, you know. And I, I live it. It and is I a great sometimes story. Sometimes have to realize that that you know, I'm I'm in this story. It's not just work. And, That's uh, right. It's also right. it's also you know uh, uh, some fabulous food, uh, New England flair. We'll call it. Yeah, no. And you know, one of the questions I can't believe I forgot to ask you because, I mean, you've been going to Kelly's your whole life. I mean, do you have a favorite, Dan? I mean, like, if yeah. you were to go, you and I were to go into a Kelly's right now, what would you order and what would you recommend I order? It, I would, you know, when I go, say I go away and it's been a week or two weeks, mm-hmm. there's, there's a craving I have. And, on it, and I'm not just saying it, but. It is the roast beef sandwich. I don't eat a roast beef it sandwich is. every day. I just sure. don't. I, you know, I, right. I'd right. be 400 pounds. But <laughs> the, the Kelly's roast beef, melt in your mouth, medium rare roast beef on a toasted pantadosi roll with uh, barbecue, James River barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. a piece of American cheese, and some extra heavy mayonnaise wow. is what I go to. It's just, That's it's fantastic. a staple. And it. Nobody else does it like us, and it, it, yeah. it's something that's uh, desirable, not only for you know our customers, but someone who's been around it, like myself, all these years. I still, that's my go-to. That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Dan. I, I've done hundreds of these interviews, and, and this, was, this was a wonderful interview. And I'd like to invite you back over the next year or two as Kelly continues to grow. I'm going to keep watching you. All right. I appreciate it. We appreciate it, and we want to make sure that we come back to it in uh, uh, another visit, and we'll have a bunch of these up, and people can uh, actually see it from all over the country. 
That's wonderful. This has been my pleasure, Dan, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up in our next segment, we'll be playing a clip from our great quotes and franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com. Or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's Great Quote in Franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the President of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes and lessons on our show. And if you go to our About Us page on FranchiseInterviews.com, you'll take notice on why we started the podcast and radio show, Franchise Interviews, and it suggests that every business has a story and that's really been our experience in doing all of these podcasts and radio shows is every show we do you'll notice that every franchisor every franchisee has an amazing story related to franchising today's great quote in franchising podcast comes from tony luffy and tony luffy is the chief executive officer 
of the Marlowe Investment Group. And the Marlowe Investment Group are franchise owners of some very popular franchise systems such as Little Caesars, Sizzler, Jack in the Box, Arby's, Church's Chicken, and most recently Sears Appliance and Hardware Stores. And Tony talks about the difference between opportunity and regret. There's another great quote uh, relating to opportunity. And again, we talk a lot about opportunity on our weekly radio show. It's said that luck is when opportunity meets preparation. But let's hear what Tony says about the difference between opportunity and regret. That we've been able to do in a, on a large scale. It's, it's amazing. If you go back to the beginning, Tony, I mean, were your goals, <clears throat> I mean, today, I mean, you're, you're as large as like 200 plus units, but I mean, back then, I mean, when you go back to the beginning, I mean, w- was that your goal in the beginning or was this kind of like a, just like a natural progression over time? It's both. Um, both. Really, when, when I, in the early 90s, when I finally became a partner, a 10% partner of a small company, I wanted to get to 50 units before I turned 50. So I don't know if that goal was really feasible in my head, but that was the dream. Um, But the goal, the the most important part of it was I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I wanted to be independent, and I wanted to allow my ability to manage people and work with people to, to develop into something that was bigger. I didn't know the size uh, nor did I plan for it to be a you know a number of revenue, whether it's ten million or five million, whatever it was. Right, it was right. really finding a way to make a living and support my family at the same time, satisfying my personal need, which is to be an entrepreneur. Um, and and really, once that took place, it was more about the opportunities that came our way. And I always uh-huh. say, the difference between opportunity and regret is being ready. So if you're ready, you see the opportunity as an opportunity. Otherwise, you spend a lifetime regretting the fact that you missed the opportunity. So, so to me, it's about being ready. And I've always worked so hard to make sure that we are ready for whenever that opportunity came our way. That's fantastic. We have this um, <clears throat> great quotes in franchising uh, podcast. We're gonna we're gonna put that quote in there, Tony, if you don't mind. I, I think that's that's very powerful. Maybe we could talk a little bit about um, your company. I mean, the Marlowe Investment Group. I mean. The- if you'd like to hear that whole interview with Tony Luffy, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com and you can go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page and simply go to the Marlowe Investment Group and you can hear that whole interview. Um, we have that interview also in our About Us page and you can go to Franchise Interviews by category as well and go under the food category because that's where most of Tony's franchises are um, located within his portfolio. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a tremendous success. It's amazing how many people have listened to the podcast over the years so um, it's really been wonderful and we'll see you again soon with another edition of great quotes in franchising from franchise interviews take care everyone franchise interviews from eastern pennsylvania to sydney australia you're listening to franchise interviews franchise it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.